0: It's the next Morning Show. It's the next Morning Show. It's the mix, mix, mix. It's, the mix. it's the mix Morning Show. It's the next Morning Show. Right, we are joined by Larry Strickland. Larry sang bass for Elvis Presley throughout a good chunk of the 70s. Larry, how did you get involved with singing with Elvis Presley? How, how did that come to pass?
1: Well, um, as a gospel singer, I've traveled all over. Uh, North and South Carolina and, um, The Stamps J.D. Sumner and the Stamps Quartet Who was working with Elvis um, Came to a Concert that I happened to be a part of And They heard me sing And Ed, e- Ed Enoch Who was the lead singer of the Stamps After the concert came and said Hey I'd you know, like to have your phone number in, uh, just in case we ever need a bass singer Wow and uh, sure enough, of course, it was several years later. It was amazing that he still had my number in his his uh, billfold. And uh, but when Richard Sturban left to go with the Oak Ridge Boys, then that that left them without a bass singer. And they called me. I came to Nashville and auditioned and got the gig. And next thing I know, I'm on the stage in Las Vegas with Elvis. So now a lot of people associate
0: the Stamps Quartet with J D. Sumner. J D. Sumner yeah. and the Stamps Quartet. Yeah. That bass voice is iconic. Your bass voice, just absolutely amazing. Um, I have voice envy right now in, in a big way,
1: uh, as opposed to. The,
0: <laughs> so, um, would would there often be more than one bass singer on stage with Elvis at a time?
1: Yeah, uh, JD and I were both on the stage on the same. Well, the same with Richard Sterling as well. JD was there too. And JD was just a super low bass singer. He would about half the time he would be singing an octave under me. Wow! Yeah, I know just stupid notes. And and Elvis, it was Elvis's idea for the stamps to have two bass singers. He always he followed when Elvis was a kid. He followed JD. Some and JD was like this big star to him. And so he wanted to create a, a situation so JD wouldn't have to work so much and have a second bass singer, you know. And so JD could stay at home. Uh, of course, JD never stayed at home. He loved the road too much. But uh, so yeah, I mean, there was two bass singers on stage the entire time.
0: So tell me about your first time meeting Elvis. You get the gig, and you go down, or, or did you, or, or did you meet him when you were auditioning? What, how did that, how did that
1: play no, out? Uh, no, I didn't have to audition for him. You know, when I was got when I got the job with the stamps, it just automatically put me in the deal. You know, but and my first my first show was in. Um, and the first time meeting him was Las Vegas and I was green as you can be I'd never been to Vegas and much less seen No, oh, I'd never seen him in a show or anything and at that particular time uh, year it was you know 74 one of the styles of clothing back then for kids and people was uh, bib overalls girls wore them guys wore them and I think it's, it's kind of doing that same thing now but um, so I had a pair of these bib overalls and I thought I was the hippest kid, the uh, hippest guy, you know, on the whole tour and they, they called for a rehearsal and I, I'm, so the, I'm going to go upstairs. I hadn't seen Elvis. The first time meeting him, I've got these overalls on. And so Elvis comes in, he's going around saying hello to everybody. I'm standing there with the stamps and he comes over and he's hugging Ed and Ed Edick and Ed Hill and JD and Bill Bays and, I'm kinda of just hanging back, you know, because I'm I'm really intimidated. I mean, this is Elvis Presley. Thing. And finally, uh Ed Enoch says, uh E, I wanna want you to meet our new bass singer, Larry Strickland. And Elvis stuck his hand out, you know, and how you doing? And then he pulled Ed over to the side about about a foot away from me, you know, and he goes, Ed, where in the hell did you get the effing farmer? <laughs> And I heard him. I heard him say this. You know, I went, "Oh my God!" You know, it's, I, it just it was like a bolt of lightning that went through me. Just scared the crap out of me because I, you know, I really felt like I had messed up really bad. Yeah, and, you thought and, you were done. Yeah, I really did. I thought I'd be on a plane the next day out of there because you know how it is when you got a touring group like that and you don't fit in. You know, you, you can't have that. You know, you got to you got to have people that you like and respect and that kind of thing. So yeah, I mean, I thought sure I would be fired, but fortunately, they, they you know, he didn't. He left me on that, kept me on, and I, I was there until the end. But man, so, that was a no. And then he went around the room. He was pointing me out to all the, uh, the sweet inspirations and all the band. Yeah. Hey, did you see the farmer over here? And they were just hee hawing, <laughs> just laughing their asses off at me. You know. Yeah. <laughs> and good Lord, so my first meeting, I was the laughing stock of the whole tour. Oh he, man. So. But now you got a story. You now I got a story, <laughs> yes, and I still have those overalls. I never threw them away. Oh, that's fantastic! I just, I just I wanted to, but I just couldn't throw them out. You know? No, had, no,
0: absolutely not. So now, how many years did you perform with Elvis? When did you begin?
1: Well, I started in the uh, late summer of uh, the '74, and then I was there until he passed away in, in '77. Did you not sing at his funeral? Yes, we did. What was, was that doing? moment like? It was surreal, man. You know, I mean. I'm standing and we're in the living room there at Graceland and a casket and the casket's open, you know, and the man's laying there and we're standing over behind him, you know, just a couple of feet away and we're singing his favorite gospel songs, you know, he touched me and all that kind of stuff. It was just surreal. Yeah. It was surreal. man. it was, I, I, every time I think about it, I mean, it's all just kind of a blur. I don't remember. I I knew the, the room was just packed with people and, didn't have a clue who most of them were. Of course, they were all people that, you know, the, the entourage had something to do with, with the business side of Elvis. But
0: yeah, that was heavy duty, man. Hmm. So over the years, you've been able to tell a lot of stories about Elvis. but well, what was he like backstage? Because, you know, we saw Elvis on stage and all the footage that's still left that we can see and there's yeah. new footage coming. Now there's this movie that's out. Um, what, uh, what was he like backstage when the lights weren't on?
1: Um, He was usually uh, joking around, you know, just laughing and carrying on, and, you know, it was just very at ease and, and normal, you know, it wasn't like he was nervous or uh, getting serious about going out and doing a show, he was just, you know, con- constantly joking about something or yeah. pulling a joke on somebody. Yeah, what are your
0: thoughts on uh, guys like myself going out and doing shows as Elvis and and continuing the
1: legacy and the fans that keep coming out to these festivals? I, I love it, man. It's it's, it's keeping it's keeping the legacy and keeping the music alive. Yeah, and uh, I love coming out because anytime I get to participate in in those those songs and get to sing some of them and be around it, uh, you know, it just it just keeps me alive too. I think. Yeah. Yeah, um, I love singing.
0: It's now or never, and there's an iconic bass line in there that I believe
1: that's you in it. Yeah, man. He, Tell us about that. <laughs> it was in Las Vegas, and he got he was singing that song, and he he, he liked to hit the low notes. That's why I love. That's why bass singers. He, yeah. he really fantasized being a bass I, singer himself. He had, had voice
0: envy, just like me. Yeah, with he, those he would bass notes, and
1: sometimes you'd hear him. He will drop down and do a kind of cover the mic and do a low low note. And, but for some reason that night it, it couldn't do it he, he stopped the whole show and, and this is the bass he shut the band down and everything he said Hell, hold it everybody hang on and he looked over at me and he said Larry sing that line for me and, I, and sing, sing that last line for me and I go now my love won't wait he said do it again and, and I said and uh, my love won't wait and he said okay from now on you sing that line for me. And so I was singing it from for the rest of the time that he was alive. But I mean you can you imagine he shut down the show? You 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 think that oh my old butt didn't get drawn when he pointed me out and had me. and I'm and I'm you know, still nervous from the whole overall thing. Sure. <laughs> so I didn't like being being singled yeah. out much, but um and then he would uh, start introducing me after after he started having me do that. Um, he would introduce me as his alter ego, you know, because he wanted the, he wanted the bass voice. Yeah, and yeah. So. Oh, that's pretty cool. It is. Well, Larry,
0: absolute pleasure meeting you. And uh, you know, you you, you performed with some of the guys here this weekend. You told stories here in Penticton, and I tell you, it's just such an honor uh, having you here and being a part of that legacy. Um, we're just honored that you can be here and just
1: share some of that with us. Thank you for that. I'm happy to do it. I'm glad I'm here. Thank you. Thank you.
0: It's the next morning show.